Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I'm striking a chord and chatting about why I don't think moderation is for everyone. Sapphire training helps the on-the-go woman feel more energetic, find her inner peace, and become more powerful by creating a fitness lifestyle she loves. So today I'm going to tackle something that... Um, you know, we hear all the time in the fitness space about moderation is the key for success with our diet. Um, I actually don't believe moderation is the key for everyone. So, um, you know, I'm going to kind of break it down for us and why you might need to adapt some food rules into your life. And if you will kind of bear with me and just hear me out, I think that this could be a kind of a game changer for some people because I have found that when I work with clients, especially when they first start coming to me for training, having food rules in place works a lot better than coming at it from the moderation um, way of eating because a lot of people need those rules to kind of really solidify what they want and what they want with their health going forwards. So Let's chat about food rules. So to me, food rules are things that I have in place to help me actually have more freedom around what I eat. And yeah, I know it sounds super counterintuitive, but really it lets me kind of evolve into what I want to eat depending on the day, depending on how I feel. So some examples um, of my food rules that I have in place. One of them, I'm typically done eating by 6 p.m. most evenings. Another rule. I only allow myself three alcoholic drinks a week or an entire bottle of wine throughout the week because typically it's about four glasses um, for myself, four or five. Because we all know that if we make the bottle of wine last longer than a week, usually the wine isn't as good because I've done that before. Then I end up throwing it out. So that's another reason that I use the bottle. And my husband doesn't drink wine, so he can't help me there. Minimal snacking is another rule. I avoid purchasing a ton of processed food because I know I'm just going to eat it and I'll eat the whole thing. Uh, Another food rule, if I really crave a Twix bar, I allow myself to indulge, just maybe not every time. So I might buy, instead of the fun size snack bag, I'll actually just pick up a bar. And then I usually take a bite and I'm like, ooh, because I usually buy the dark chocolate. And now I've found that my taste buds have really changed and they enjoy that dark chocolate. And so when I I just recently bought a Twix bar and I did not like them, you know, my husband ate those because I could not stand um, that taste anymore. So it was kind of interesting just to see that evolution of my taste buds. So that's another reason where I'm like, why am I going to finish this if I'm not really enjoying it? So that's one of the rules I think, or one of the things I like about food rules is they did give me that freedom to expand um, what I might've done. So another one, I'm typically done by with coffee by 11 a.m. That's a rule that I give myself just because I don't like to do a ton in the afternoon with my coffees. I'll do a tea, um, but I, I found I just don't want to stay up until, you know, 11, 12 o'clock at night because I just get up too early and I don't want to have to um, interrupt my sleep because I drink coffee too late in the day. Another one, I prefer soups as a dinner choice in the winter. So that's a rule that I have kind of given myself after studying Ayurveda, just that lighter dinner. I love it. And then finally, I usually eat a lighter breakfast. So I don't, I'm not super hungry right away in the morning, but I do need something because sometimes I'll go work out um, a lot of the times actually in the mornings. And so having something in my stomach usually um, sits a little bit better, especially because I have a coffee and I run out the door. So those rules help me have a lot more parameters around what I actually eat 
and what I want to achieve with my goals. So none of those are super restrictive and they're rules that are not set in stone. So just because I say I prefer soup as a dinner choice, that doesn't mean that I am going to go out to eat with my husband and, you know, not have a, um, you know, a hamburger every once in a while. You know, I really am going to go with what my body feels like it needs. And so that's one of the things with these food rules is we become a lot more intuitive about it. And it's not um, everything in moderation in the terms of, now when I think of that, a lot of the times what happens is, um, you know, everything in moderation. Well, I just bought Oreos and what happened? Well, me and my son, which my son probably had a few, so mostly me, ate the whole package. You know, my husband had a few as well, but... I didn't moderate myself very well because with Oreos or some of those foods, I do a horrible job at it. It's no moderation for me. It's I want the whole bag. I want the whole box, whatever it might be. And the same thing with certain crackers. Like I know if I buy them, the whole box will be gone. So for me, moderation does not work with certain things. And so I have learned this and I've had to develop some food rules about it. Now, typically after I'm done eating a whole box of those or um, a whole row of Oreos, you don't feel good. I mean, I just feel like crap. And so, um, you know, rather than going through that process and, you know, making myself relearn a lesson again and again, I try not to buy the processed foods just to start off with because I just don't want to have it in the house. Uh, and then just giving myself those rules about, okay, trying to have minimal snacks. Because if I have that rule, that means I'm not going to be as likely at 3 p.m. to reach for, you know, an Oreo. Um, I won't be as likely to even reach for it to put it in my cart. So I have really tried to make those rules work in my life. Now, I find that this helps with clients, too, because a lot of times people will say, okay, I really actually enjoy having these parameters because we like guidelines and we're not doing it like it's a diet because, again, these rules can be bent. So these are not like a um, it's going to happen every time because you know what? Every once in a while you are going to buy the Oreos. You are going to eat the whole thing and you're going to say, wow, that was not, I do not feel well. That did not make me feel good. Um, and you're going to learn why you had those rules into place. And it might be another six months before you do it again. So that's one of the reasons that I like that rather than the moderation approach where you might have the box of Oreos and you maybe buy them every week and then you have a couple every night. Um, and a lot of the times when people, again, are first coming to me, that's not going to be helpful because a lot of the times people do have a um, weight loss as a goal, uh, whether it be out in the front or in the back of their mind, that's usually something that people want to achieve and have a better, um, I guess, a better feel and understanding for their relationship with exercise as well as food. And so having that they have to give themselves those rules to help themselves achieve these goals. So one of the other things that I have learned um, by studying Gretchen Rubin's The um, Better Than Before book, she has, and now she actually has a book just devoted to the tendencies, the four tendencies. Um, a lot of the times what happens is we have different tendencies. Now within those, um, I have found that I'm an upholder. So it means that if I set myself a goal, I'm going to achieve it. If someone else puts a goal on me, I want to achieve it. I'm going to achieve it. Um, for instance, if I say I'm going to have no snacking, I don't need someone else to come in and help me um, stick to my goal because my internal self will help me stick there. And the upholders are super rare. They're not um, as common because a lot of times we need that accountability. Uh, whereas I know I've just, I have never needed that for whatever reason. That's just the way I was born. That's my you know, that's what I have in my DNA. But within there, she also has um, different personality types in terms of abstainers. So I am not an abstainer from certain foods. 
So if I eat a cookie, that means I'm probably going to have two or at least three. Whereas other people are really good at being a moderator. So that means they can moderate. They can have a cookie and be done. Like they don't need any more. So I think when people are thinking the moderation, they are thinking I'm a moderator. But if you know you're not a moderator, you might have to be an abstainer, um, which means don't even purchase that food. Uh, If you know that if you're going to have a glass of wine, but you know it's going to end up being a whole bottle and you do not want to do a whole bottle in one night uh, for whatever reason, because it will make you sick, talking to myself, (laughs) then you got to think of different ways. You have to abstain from it. What can you do to make sure that that doesn't happen? And abstaining is typically the best way to go about that. So really, if you understand yourself and your personality, this is going to be a lot more of an intuitive way to approach your food rules. So that's why I really like the um, kind of the intuitive eating, but more wrapped around food rules than versus intuitive eating wrapped around moderation. So there's definitely different personality types that, you know, you guys can have a half-eaten bag of M&Ms maybe just laying around your house for weeks and not even think about it. Whereas other people, um, if you are an abstainer, you might try to hide these M&Ms and you might try to tell your spouse to say, hey, go hide these from me. And you're going to be trying to search the house for these M&Ms and you're going to beg your spouse to tell you where they went. Um, And again, that is because you are the abstainer. You do not do well with the moderation. Uh, So just be aware, again, of the personality. The better that you understand yourself, the better you're going to be able to set yourself up for success for whatever option that you choose. And one of the reasons that I want to share this with you is just to tell you that there are other ways than just the moderation um, approach to eating. So you can give yourself some rules and still live in that intuitive eating lifestyle um, and just making sure that you feel better. So that's another thing that I like to ask myself is, how am I going to feel after I eat this? And if I know I'm not going to feel good, then that's probably going to help guide me. So if I know I've had a day or maybe two days of, um, you know, over overindulging in foods that I know are going to make me a little bit more lethargic or low energy, that next day I'm really going to be a little bit more conscious about what I'm eating, um, which again is that moderation viewpoint as well. But you can see it from a food rule point as well is Typically, I don't have as many of those days because I'm trying to avoid going down that um, route of having Oreos on hand at all times or, um, you know, M&Ms or whatever treat that you bought. And I totally am just using Oreos because I did literally just did that last week, Um, which I'm also writing a very interesting, I'm going to be writing a blog post, which I don't do too many of them, about my experience with this because I went to Walmart and I've went to Whole Foods now and then I'm going to go to Super Target and I'm going to do a price comparison. So I'm buying all the same foods at each of the grocery stores and I'm going to do a little comparison. But one of the things that I did note when I was at Walmart, it's a lot easier to purchase um, you know, more of the snacky and the junk foods because it's on the shelves and it's so, um, they have it displayed a lot more predominantly. And so that's why... I ended up with Oreos, which I usually never purchased, but they had them displayed right there. And I was like, and I had walked by them so many times. I just finally, my willpower gave up. So that is something that was kind of interesting. So I'll share a little bit more about my findings with that um, as soon as I'm done with my experiment with it. So I just got super target left to um, test. So I will let you know about the price and everything like that as well. Uh, Maybe record a mini podcast uh, episode about it as well. Because I do enjoy talking about stuff like that. And it was kind of an interesting finding, um, which I was surprised about. Well, I already had compared the two, just the differences uh, in terms of price and in terms of just the way that they go about displaying stuff and their produce in general. 
So that is coming your way actually later this month. Uh, so look for it there. But anywho, back to the food rules at, you know, at the lay of the land. So that actually can affect um, what you're eating and the food rules that you put into place is where you're grocery shopping, which who would have thought that? But that really does play a part um, in what's going on. So if you guys have any questions or, um, you know, really want to dive deeper into the personality traits, checking out Gretchen Rubin's Better Than Before or her Four Tendencies book, just to kind of really um, getting to know yourself and what you fit, um, what personality style you fit, as well as your dosha. So if you want to deep dive into the Ayurveda side of it, it's your dosha, which is your mind body type. And um, the more that you know your body type as well, you'll know, okay, certain foods that do not agree with you. So again, that could be a food rule. So um, for me, being a pitta, the spice does not do well for me. Um, the hot, hot, spicy foods don't sit well with me. And so I usually avoid those. Um, same thing with a ton of alcohol. That's why I really have that drink rule too, is because I know for pittas, alcohol really inflames us and we really get too hot. Um, so I really try to keep that at three drinks or under or none a week. So that can also be another food rule if you're looking for places to start and um, what food rules should be in place, uh, if any. All right, so let me know over on Instagram at andreaclawson21, and I will be back next week uh, with another solo show, and we're going to talk about priorities next week. All right, so everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the Peaceful Power Podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclawson.com, where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the peaceful power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.